Today we celebrate this special day of Pentecost. And for us, we remember what happened to the apostles in the upper room where Our Lady was there, Our Blessed Mother, and the twelve apostles were gathered in the upper room. And this is where they awaited in prayer. This is where we get the word novena, actually. The word novena means nine days, right? Well, Jesus rose, and after He ascended to the Father, nine or ten days later, penti, fifty, you know, we have nine days after the ascension is Pentecost, or ten. Depends on the liturgy and when it falls on Sunday. But the whole point of this vigil of prayer was to receive the power to live out and proclaim the message, the good news. And if we just think of that, good news, we think differently than the world thinks. We should think differently. We... we, we see things differently than the world sees things. As uh, Ephesians says, we pray that the eyes of our understanding may be opened. So the Holy Spirit opens our understanding to see reality differently than the world sees it. We understand freedom differently than the world understands it. We understand love differently than the world understands it. We understand life differently. And as we live and walk and move in the Holy Spirit, we perceive day-to-day events differently. We perceive our spouse differently, our kids differently. We perceive work differently. We have a fresh vision that we can bring with us. We carry this new vision that God gives us through His Holy Spirit out into the world. And we today reflect on what happened to the apostles in the upper room. But we don't just reflect on it. We step into it. You know, you can have a jacuzzi there with nice warm water and you can just look at it and reflect on it. Or you can get into it. huh? That's kind of what we as believers are, are, are looking at here. You're being invited not just to look at and reflect on God's love, but you're invited to step into it. You know, like a fish in the sea. You know, they just live in the sea. They don't think one day, well, maybe, you know, today I'll be a fish, tomorrow I'm going to walk on the land. You know, I think I'm going to stay outside the tank today. No, they're always in the water. That's how they survive. That's how they live. They swim in the sea or the tank, whatever it be. And we, in order to survive, we're kind of like fish. If we live outside the Holy Spirit, we start to gasp for, for, for love. We start to gasp for life. You know, we, we, we want life. We want love. And, and, and it's like a fish out of water. When we're not living in the Holy Spirit, we're like fish out of water. We start to experience stress on our souls. We start to feel suffocated. And then we get, as the second reading says, we got to do something about that, right? When you, when you start to feel suffocated and you start to feel pain and hurt, you got to do something. And what do you do? You start to do what the world suggests. Well, I need an answer. I need an answer. I'm outside the tank flopping around. It's like, I need to do something. I need to do something. So what do we do? We follow the counsel or advice of the world. And we we see, you know, as Paul says in our second reading from Galatians 5, 
immorality, impurity, lust, idolatry, sorcery. So what's sorcery? It's trying to find a higher power to solve my problems. That's what it is. You know, hatred, meaning, you know, I'm angry with everyone because I'm not at peace and, and, and I just get frustrated and I'm short. You know, I start to get upset when someone changes the channel. It's like I make mountains out of little molehills. And, and this is because I'm a fish out of water. And so we experience this, you know, jealousy, outbursts of fury, acts of selfishness, dissension, envy, drinking bouts, orgies. All these things are the world's way of solving living outside the Spirit. When I'm living outside the Spirit, when I'm outside the tank or the sea of God's love, I I feel this disturbance, this suffocation. And the Lord's saying to us, get in the tank. Stop flopping around. But see, a lot of people don't know how to get into the tank. And actually, in truth, if we're fish and we're flopping outside the tank, usually a fish needs someone to pick them up and put them back in the tank, right? Jesus came to save us from flopping around through this life. Like, I can't, I need love. I got to do something, you know, I got to, I need my cigarette, (laughs) I need my drink, I need my, I need a fix, I need something to to fix the problem. And the Lord's saying, let me save you. I'm the Savior of the world. Jesus picks us out of the world and puts us into His kingdom, into the tank of His, Uh uh-oh. Praise God. It's an opportunity to get louder. So the Lord puts us into the tank. He puts us into the tank of His love. And it's there where we start to experience when we're living in that love, when we're, when we're s- swimming in His love. And, and you can do that in the world. We can do this in the world. We can be other Jesuses in the world and we could pick, we could pick people out of the world and put them back into the tank. And we're called by our baptism. By our baptism, we're called to be other Christs. And this is what our reading is saying is, it says, when the Holy Spirit came on them, it said the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. We proclaim to the world that there's a better way. That there's a way that's Lasting, that's not temporary. I get my fix and then I fall out of it and then I go for a while and I'm fine and then I got to go back and get my fix and then I go back and then I fall and then I got to go back and get my fix. That cyclic, cyclic, whatever, circle of death, it gets old after a while. It gets old. And the Lord's saying, I have something new to give you. We call it the New Testament. The New Testament. Not the old, meaning, okay, we follow the rules, we fall. We strive to follow the rules, we fall. We strive to follow the rules, we fall. No, no, no. The New Testament. A lot of the church today is still in the Old Testament. We're flopping around and we're trying to follow the rules. And and the rules are great, but the whole point of the rules are to teach us that we can't make it without a Savior. You can't follow the commandments you know, stop trying to follow the commandments and start letting Jesus love you. 
And when you're loved, you follow the rules. You have the power to love as He loves. And, and this is exactly what it's talking about. It says after Pentecost, those who were in the tank, now saved and experiencing swimming in love, they were free from the law, it says. Free from the law. You know, if I ask, you know, if I ask a couple in here, when you get up in the morning, Jenny, do you desire to kill your husband? Do you have a struggle with that? (laughs) We might feel an inclination to maybe steal or lie at times or, or, or indulge in some pleasure, right? We might feel that. But usually, you know, if I ask a couple, hey, do you like tempted to pull out the, the gun or the knife and, and get your husband every morning or your wife? You know, you, 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 you don't have a problem with that law. You're free from that law because your heart's in conformity to that truth of love. Whereas other areas in our lives, such as lying or in, in, indulging or maybe using God's name in vain or cursing or whatever it be, we still need the law to remind us, I'm not yet lined up with the reality and truth of what love is. So what do I do? Oh, I strive to not curse. So I strive to not indulge. Or I strive. That's self-help. Those are all self-help books. All the self-help books. It's the world's way of saying you can save yourself. And what happens is I create more pain, more hurt, and then I want to indulge more. Because I can't save myself. I can't flop myself into the tank. I need a Savior to pick me up and put me in the tank. Pentecost is just that. It's it's the Holy Spirit filling us with love. Get comfortable being weak. It's okay to admit that I have a problem. It's okay to admit I'm not perfect, that I haven't arrived. And and Jesus has no problem picking us up and putting us in the tank. And when a fish gets in the tank, it starts to live its life. The fish outside the tank's not really living. It's struggling to survive. The fish in the tank you know, swims around, goes here, goes there, lives. I came that you might have life and have it to the full. And this is exactly what the Holy Spirit wants to do for every one of these fish in the pews. God wants to put you in the tank of His love and say, it's okay. I don't have a problem with your problems. And He's saying, trust me. I'll free you from the law. I'll conform your heart to my heart. I'll conform your thoughts to my thoughts. I'll do it. I'm the Savior. You're not. I will free you. And this is, as we hear in the, in the first reading, it says, those who weren't yet in the tank, it says, they were confused. They were astonished and amazed. They were confused. They're like, well, those, those are weird fish. They're in a fish. They're swimming in a tank. Those are weird. Look, we're flopping around. This is the way you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be flopping around and struggling. You're supposed to be gasping for air. We've gotten used to gasping for love in life. We've gotten used to 
getting our fixes the way we've built a pattern of behaving when we're, when we're flopping around. We think it's normal to flop around. And the Lord says it's not normal. Swimming in the tank is normal. And they were amazed. So when we go out into the world, we can have a peace. We can have a peace because of the Holy Spirit. And we could invite others into the tank. We invite others to swim in that love. And the nature of God's love is different than the nature of the world's love. Let's make a clear distinction between the way the world loves me as a number, as a utility, and the way God loves me. God loves me very differently than the way the world loves me. We have to make this distinction. Otherwise, we start to make normal what the world defines as normal. And to the world, it's normal to be jealous and rivalry and hatred and sorcery. And There's nothing wrong with all that because that's the way I cope with my flopping around. That's how I get through life. I wait for the weekend to come so that I can go do what I like to do and want to do, so that I can numb my pain, so then the next week I'll be okay. I pop my pills and then I go, and then the next week i got to do the same thing over and over. And God's saying, enough flopping around through life. Let's start swimming. Let's start living life to the full. So this is the prayer. And the way this happens to us, the way we get into the tank is let Jesus save us And let God make you uncomfortably close to Him. Get uncomfortably close to Jesus. Feel the generosity of Jesus. Let Him scandalize you. What do I mean? He wants to love you in a way that you don't think you deserve to be loved. And until you allow that, we're going to be flopping around through life. Until I can say, Jesus, I surrender, I've tried, I'm done, throw me in the tank. And then I start to experience the Holy Spirit. And I start to experience life in my spouse, in my job. My my life is different. I see with different eyes now. Because for the first time, maybe in my whole life, I'm finally living as a fish. I'm a human being now. Finally. I lived my whole life as a human doing. Now I'm a human being. Take a deep breath and just rest in His love. And so as we continue this Mass, that prayer I pray, pray brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God. What is the sacrifice that God wants you to offer at this Mass? He wants you to say, I'm done. I trust you. That's not easy. You have to die to thinking you can still make it. You, you and I can't make it. We, we cannot make it. We can't live without Jesus. And so... Jesus, I trust you. Put that sacrifice. It's a sacrifice to trust God. That's what God wants you to do. Trust Him. Throw your lives on this altar and experience His love, the Holy Spirit.
So that it's not just something we're thinking about. Wow, look what happened to the apostles. Look what happened to the Blessed Mother in the upper room. No, it's like, look what's happening to me. Look what's happening to my life. I'm no longer grabbing for the cookies. Or this, or that, or I gotta have this, gotta have that. I gotta grab, 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 grab. I'm flopping around. I'm at peace. I came to give peace that the world cannot give, says the Lord. And today, I invite you all to ask Jesus to put you in the tank. Just say, Lord, I've tried. I'm done playing Savior. I'm done. I'm in the tank. And I I just want to swim in your love. And the world will look at you and they're going to want what you got. The greatest gift that we offer the world is peace. Real peace. Lasting peace. So I'm going to lose my voice if I don't stop. (laughs) So praise God. And I invite you on this birthday of the church, ask Jesus to, to save you. Sacrifice by trusting Him. And you know, today as we know, Monday's Memorial Day. The Holy Spirit enables us to love when others don't love. And we're able to sit in these pews because those men and women that defended our country, we remember how they gave their life so that we could have life here. Free to worship. We're free to worship. That's Jesus. So how's God inviting you to give your life So others can be free from flopping around. Free to come and and receive love, true love, authentic love, not the counterfeit love, real love. So let's, in the power of the Holy Spirit, let's profess our faith. Please stand. Again, I pour out my love.